Welcome back. It's with great pleasure that I introduce Congressman Tom Tiffany. He is the congressman for the 7th Congressional District, which covers about 26 counties or part of that. And he's in the state of Wisconsin. He's done a fantastic job for all of us. We appreciate that greatly. He used to serve former state senate in Wisconsin in the Northern District. So with great pleasure and excitement, I introduce you to Congressman Tom Tiffany. And thank you, Congressman, for speaking with us. Okay, I'm sitting here now with our Congressman, Congressman Tom Tiffany, who used to be a state senator here up in the Northland, which is an awesome, awesome thing to do. And uh, he worked so hard for a mining issue we tried so hard to get through. We did get a bill through, but we never did get the mine up here. And I know there's a lot of people that really uh, were sad about that. But I am so grateful that he has moved on to D.C. And he's doing a fantastic job. And his speech tonight was wonderful. So I wanted him to be able to say a couple words, if he would. And uh, here he is, Tom Tiffany. Hey, Cheryl, it's great to join you tonight here at the Sawyer County Republican Lincoln Day Dinner. Uh, what a great setting here in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. Snow covered, there's snowmobiles, and people are skiing and just enjoying life. And cold as heck. And it is cold, but the we're, of, of Wisconsin. we live in the Northwoods, and, you know, that's just the way it is. Uh, but it is great to be here. And, you know, the thing that we were talking about just prior to this is, you know, uh, we haven't given up on our freedoms here in northern Wisconsin. You know, you think about the lockdowns and shutdowns that have been going on over the last almost two years. And there's so many people that have given up their freedoms, but we didn't in northern Wisconsin. I mean, even back in 2020, people were going up north because they wanted to be here. And we see this all the time where these people who buy into um, government should be able to shut down their lives. What do they end up doing? They go vacation someplace like Florida or northern Wisconsin because they want their freedom. They, While they'll advocate for masking and vaccine mandates and all the rest, at the end of the day, they want freedom too. And we have it up here. And I can tell you, we're defending freedom up here. And it's a great thing. It really is a great thing. And I'm so happy to hear that because it is true. I can remember coming up here, um, you know, during this whole thing, because one of the things that I never did do was I never stopped living. You know, I never stopped living. I wasn't afraid. And I think that was the biggest thing they tried was they threw fear in there. And so there's so many people that are afraid and it divided families. It divided friends. It was such a terrible thing to have happen. And now you see them playing this game, you know, where they wear these masks on TV. And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, our children with masks, it's crazy. Think about that. Think about the hypocrisy of Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi, Ocasio-Cortez. They go to Florida, they go to California, places like that, and they take their masks off. But yet, yet they tell everyone else, you've got to wear a mask. It is. All Think about it, though. They held their breath. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it, it truly has been a sham what they tried to foist on the American people, and the American people are seeing through it now. They know more and more people, as I talk to them, they understand that they've been had through this whole thing. And it's a pleasure. It's great. We got all these good people that have joined us. No, 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 no. It's great. All these good people that joined us for the Lincoln dinner is wonderful to have you here. Hey, how, how was your food? Yeah, so... Um, so it's it's just been we are going we are going to go back 
to getting our freedom. And if there's one group of people that over the last couple of weeks that I just want to say thank you to is the Canadian truckers. These are the people that signs went up saying, thank you, essential personnel. Thank you for doing everything you can. And now you've got the prime minister of Canada basically pissing on them as a result of they don't agree with how he's going about things. He will not brook dis or he will not brook dissent. And that is what's happening with the ruling class. They get to sit behind their computers all day long and they don't do the work that the average person does. And it's being driven home now by people like these truckers because they know without those truckers, the shelves are empty. Their things are gonna grind to a halt. They are the essential people here in North America. I think one of the biggest frustrations for us out here was the fact that um, they were heroes, you know, just like our medical people. They were heroes. They were heroes during COVID. And then now all of a sudden they were, oh, they're heroes. Oh, we were, drew hearts and everything. But now they are now like these people, they're, they're what? They're misogynist, racist, they're everything. And it's so frustrating because they are freedom fighters is what they are. They are our tea party is what they are. They are our tea party. And it's so frustrating to us out here who looks at that and goes, you know, I would go sit in that truck with that guy because he's working his butt off and he's doing the best he can for everyone. And he was a he was he was an essential worker. And now what? So let's be sure we draw the picture real clearly for our listeners out there. These. So you have the prime minister of Canada saying that you have to wear a mask to drive your truck. That trucker is probably in his truck alone. There's no one else with them. And you're saying to them, they have to take these measures to make sure they protect everyone else. There's no one else to protect. It is theater of the absurd. And that's all they're calling out. They're just saying, this makes no sense anymore. And so at the end of the day, cut to the chase. This has been about control. This is our ruling elite saying they want control. And, you know, being here at the Republican Party dinner tonight, let's make it real clear to everyone that if you want to be on the side of the elites, they're with the Democrat Party now. Yes, they are. When you look at the tech billionaires like Mark Zuckerberg and all the others, Twitter, Facebook, um, Google, all them, they are on the side of Democrats in Washington, D.C. to take control of your lives. The party of the working person is now the Republican Party. And I am so proud to be a member of the Republican Party as we are very clearly standing up for working class people every single day. One of the things that fascinates me is the fact that um, listening to my body, my choice, I love that. My body, my choice, until it becomes a vaccine <laughs> that maybe some people don't want to put in their body, but it's not you, your body, my choice. Let me give you another one. Please. In regards to, um, I'm trying to remember the example that I was going to give you here. Um, go ahead. Well, that whole that whole my body, my choice has frustrated the crap out of me because I know a lot of people that really and truly family members, family members, they didn't see each other for years, Tom. I knew what I was going to say, Cheryl. It was in regards to elections. So, they, you know, we always hear people say that um, we should 
support the public educational system. And I support public education. I, I went through too. public education. My daughters all went through public education. But they will say to you now that um, uh, there's nothing wrong with Mark Zuckerberg putting money into our elections. They basically privatized our elections. If you support what Mark Zuckerberg did in 2020, then you probably should support privatizing education also, because that's what happened. We basically privatized our elections, as we saw with a uh, operative that came from New York City to Green Bay, who had three of the four keys to the central count. So if you're going to be consistent about you don't believe that there should be um, private education, then you shouldn't believe in private elections either which there shouldn't be. I mean, we elect our local clerks for a reason. We have that system in place for a reason, so that it's run by our local clerks. In the case of Green Bay, they usurped that. The mayor of Green Bay broke the law, bringing a private operative into running that election in Green Bay. And we need to fix that stuff as we go into the 2022 election so everybody can have confidence in our elections. I totally agree. And the other thing that I wanted to talk to you a little bit about was this whole, um, like you, we talked a little bit about the truckers, but the BLM thing that went on, all the riots that happened, and how frustrating that was for like American people to watch people's cities be burnt down. I mean, we even had it here in Wisconsin, in Kenosha. I know it's not your district, but I know you care about Wisconsin and the people in Wisconsin. And we were so frustrated and so hurt. I was traumatized to see business owners crying on TV because they lost everything in a, in like a, a, an hour. I mean, and and then that whole the whole thing has been a traumatizing effect. And the whole Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't want to get into all that, but I do want to you to to respond to that about all the fires and, and and how the BLM movement worked. And now I know they're being investigated for having sixty million dollars. And I do think it's it's frustrating for American people. Everybody, everyone cares about Black lives. Okay. All of us do. We care about every life. But what fascinates me is to see that happening and to witness what's happened in those neighborhoods. And most of those people now don't even have a Walgreens to go to. And it's very frustrating. So I know you know on a national level what's going on, and we'd like to hear that. Yeah, there's no doubt that the, the riots, um, and it has to stop. And by the way, there were numerous speakers here tonight in Sawyer County, rural northern Wisconsin, who are African-American. They came here because they understand America is under threat, and they're running for office as Republicans. They know we are the party that, will, that wants to fund the police, not defund the police, that stands on the side of victims rather than the perpetrators of crime. The riots that we had in 2020 should never happen again. And the same people, Nancy Pelosi, Kamala Harris, AOC, and others, they stood with the rioters in 2020. They're the same people that are denying people the ability. They're saying, you got to wear a mask. You have to get vaccinated. They're the ones taking people's freedom away. Yet they stood with the rioters. It is just wrong what they're doing. And it's evident the American people have to make a decision here in 2022. Do you want your country back or not? Because if we continue in the direction that we are with the leadership that we have with Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, 
Bernie Sanders, people like that. If we continue in that direction, Tony Evers, Josh called the attorney general who wouldn't do anything about the riots. He didn't do, he did not lift a finger in the riots. And if those people stay in power, America is going to go by the, the America that we knew, that we, that we believe in, it is going to go by the wayside. I totally agree. I think it's very frustrating. And I thought it was very un unbelievable. I mean, I, I'd like to maybe pick your brain a little bit too about the Ukraine situation because we're all kind of sitting here going, Afghanistan happened. Tom, I served in the Navy. I was appalled, appalled to see what happened. And then we really don't know how many people are over there. And we don't know how many people. I just saw something the other day that a man just received his visa, his state visa, and he was killed like two days before that. I thought my heart was going to drop because it angers me to no end. I saw 13 young people lose their lives. 13 people lose their lives because of a stupid decision. And you closed in a base before you got people out of a country. And now we're sitting here going, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen in Ukraine? All of us are worried about that. We really are. As you should be. So earlier this week, President Biden said that there will be consequences if Russia invades the Ukraine. We will not allow the Nord Stream pipeline to be opened to Germany. And, and I agree with President Biden in regards to that. He sh th that is the correct course of action. But it's so too late. I mean, think about the first actions of President Biden on January 20th of 2021. He shut down the Keystone Pipeline. If people want to know why Russia is emboldened to go onto the doorstep of the Ukraine and take them over, it started right there because that was a clear message that America was going to be weak. We were not going to be energy independent like we have been under President Trump. And then when you fast forward to Afghanistan and what happened there, and it showed American weakness unlike anything we've seen since the Vietnam War. It showed that America is weak. And you wonder why Kim Jong-un of North Korea, President Xi of China, the Iranians, and now uh, Putin at the doorstep of the Ukraine, you wonder why they're emboldened? It's because America is, per America is perceived as weak under Joe Biden. We have, our most effective presidents have projected peace through strength. And that's what the previous administration did. And that's all by the wayside now. And we can only pray for the people in the Ukraine that nothing bad happens here because America is doing, President Biden is doing nothing to be of assistance to the Ukrainian people at this point. And it's really sad to see. This is how really bad things happen around the world. I mean, for those that are students of history, we saw it with Chamberlain. We saw it um, prior to World War I. When you have a weak America, bad things happen. And it's unfortunate because the Biden administration is populated with people who do not believe in an exceptional America. They don't believe in peace through strength. And we're suffering the consequences of it. Okay, so I know that... Um, <laughs> Uh, that Congressman Tiffany has to probably head out here soon. But I wanted to ask him one more thing that's really important to us. Inflation. We're all going, okay, we went, my husband and I, we went just recently to Aldi. Okay, now I've started doing my grocery shopping at Aldi because you can afford it to some degree. Got checked out. Okay, checked out. And the woman, as she's checking us out, they're very fast. 
And she goes, oh, okay, $164.94 for $94 worth of groceries. So she said to us, $164.94 uh, for $94 worth of groceries. And that is so true. And it's so frustrating. And it, we, we kind of chuckled. We were both like, oh, my gosh. And she goes, hey, I've worked here a long time. I know these prices. It should not be like this. And she goes, you know, people are suffering. And she was telling us about families. I mean, my husband and I are fine, you know, right now. But, you know, my electric bill, my gas bill, my gas bill tripled, Tom, tripled. And I keep thermostat at 66 because I'm a Wisconsinite, you know. So my poor husband has to turn the fireplace on once in a while. So it's one of those things. But here's the thing. We have families, literally families, and you know this, you have a family, but we are suffering. We really are. And we go, we keep seeing this, you know, we keep seeing this and we keep going, is it going to get better? And we don't see that. And then to hear the president talk, I mean, I saw a little bit of a, a speech he gave. I, I guess he's in an interview here soon with Mr. Holt before the Super Bowl. And for him to say things like, you know, inflation, he doesn't, it's like, does he, does he not understand the American people? Does he not understand what it costs me to fill my gas tank now? I mean, come on. Joe Biden has been in politics the last 50 years. He does not relate to the American people because if he did, he would have stopped doing what he did a long time ago. We are fortunate that the Build Back Better program did not get enacted into law because that would have been another $5 trillion in spending. It was about a year ago when they passed the so-called American Recovery Plan. What happened? I just think about me, my friends and neighbors in northern Wisconsin. A lot of us burn propane because we don't have natural gas lines to it. I paid 80 cents a gallon for propane in August of 2020. One year later, August of 2021, I paid $1.50 along with my neighbors. That is part of what is true. So President Biden's first actions, shutting down the Keystone Pipeline and saying we are no longer going to be energy independent. That was one step in making us in those inflationary pressures going up. Then spending all that money, $2 trillion, that is all almost all debt, that is driving inflation also. And then all the shutdowns and lockdowns that have been going across the country, primarily in blue states, California, places like that, that is what is driving this inflation. And the American people, they really have a simple choice at this point. If you want to continue this manic control over your lives, if you want to continue having inflation as we're seeing it, if you want to see a weak America, then you're going to stick with Joe Biden and the Democrats. But the national Democrats. But I just know that there's a lot of common sense Democrats out there that you got to come over to our side at this point if you want to stop this. We understand you don't agree with us on this stuff 100 percent. But if you stay with the liberal elite that are governing our country at this point in Washington, D.C., it's going to be more pain for the American people. We're going to lose America. Sure. We're going to lose America. Cheryl, thank you so much for having me on tonight. It is great to talk to you again. I hope you're doing well. I am doing fabulous, and it looks like you are, and I hope your family's doing really well, and I am so grateful that you stopped and talked to us for a little while. Thanks, Thanks so Tom. Much, Cheryl. Yeah, I wish you the best, and keep fighting for us, all right? You can count on it. I know. I can count on it. So thank you so much. People, uh, Tom, Tiffany, and he did a fantastic job. I'm so grateful that he stopped and talked to us. And he's our congressman, uh, 7th Congressional District. He does a fabulous job. 
He fights for the American people, and he's done that for a long time. And I am grateful to say he's someone who I've known for a long time. He served in the state Senate in the state of Wisconsin, and he did a great job fighting here. And now he's doing a fantastic job fighting for us in Congress. So make sure that you send him a little text or a little um, email and tell him thank you for fighting for us. Thank you.